This is the NWA podcast, and this is Hey It's Will Daily. Happy Wednesday or Thursday, whenever you're watching this. I hope your week's been great, and I hope you were able to join us or catch the video of our live chat last night with David Marquez. It was insanely educational, very interesting. That man's an incredible storyteller. He's a wealth of wrestling knowledge, especially when it comes to the NWA. So before you do anything, if you have not watched that live chat from last night, go back to the video right before this one and check it out. One of the best parts of our conversation with David Marquez was when he started pulling out some title belts that he had sitting around his house and started showing them to us, telling us stories. And it reminded me as a wrestling community how much we are obsessed with title belts. So I put out a tweet today because I wanna start something fun. I know we all have our opinions on what the best looking title belt of all time is. So take to Twitter, post a picture and the name of the title with this hashtag. Hashtag NWA pod title challenge. And if we get a big enough response, I'm going to take all of those votes, put them into tournament brackets, and you, the wrestling community, can vote on it. And we'll find out once and for all what the best title belt truly is. Only one thing's for certain, it is not this one. Let's talk about some wrestling news with a little roundup. I want to start off tonight by putting over one of my favorite pieces of Carnyland content that has come out, and that is this week's edition of What's Calls and Aldous, an awesome interview with Doug Williams. Now, I was largely unaware of Doug Williams and who he was and what he meant to the business of professional wrestling, especially over in the UK. But hearing him and the world's champ talk, man, it was like going to church for me. The way that they talked about professional wrestling, the art of professional wrestling, consistent themes throughout the conversation, like the fact that every move should matter, things should make sense, selling should be important, storylines should be creative and should match the character. The whole conversation was just feeding my soul, man. To be honest, it renewed my passion for pure, real professional wrestling. And I'm so thankful that conversation happened within the confines of the National Wrestling Alliance and Carney Land and in the presence of our champion, the real world's champion, Nick Aldis. So thank you, Mr. Aldis, for putting that interview together, putting it out into the universe and reminding us as wrestling fans what true, good professional wrestling really is. Well, it's Wednesday, so that means last night was Carneyland, and this week we were introduced to the mayoral candidates for the upcoming election in Carneyland. And before we were even introduced to them, we were given a spoiler from future Stu Bennett that this time next week, one of them will have already dropped out of the race. So just to catch you up to speed, here's who's running for mayor of Carneyland. World's champion Nick Aldis. The other members of Strictly Business, Camille, Royce Isaacs, and Tom Latimer. NWA Women's Champ Thunder Rosa, Zicky Dice, who apparently loves mayonnaise, Allison Kay and Esther Addington, Eli Drake, and Aaron Stevens. Although we were clued into the fact that you can write a name in, and even though he's not a part of the NWA or a citizen of Carneyland, Josephus wants your write-in vote. Which leads us to the question, how is this gonna work? A question which I am here to give you the answer to tonight, and that answer is, I don't know. One thing I do know is that in order to cast a vote, to have a voice, you got to be a citizen of Carneyland. So if you haven't become a citizen, head over to Carneyland.com, sign up for their Patreon, and you can have a voice in the upcoming election in addition to early access to ad-free Carneyland content, exclusive discounts on NWA merch, and even bonus content. 
So go do the right thing. Sign up for Carnyland Patreon. Research the candidates. Do your due diligence. Get ready to cast your vote for the mayor of Carnyland whenever that's going to happen. And I know it's a personal thing, but if you feel led, drop in the comments below who you're voting for and who you think is going to drop out of the race by this time next week. News came out today over on Fightful Select about a heated argument that happened backstage at NXT's In Your House pay-per-view over the weekend. And it involved a pretty legendary former WWE champion. And to be honest, it's a little surprising. So according to Sean Ross Sapp at Fightful.com, a source in WWE tells him that Shawn Michaels was in a heated debate before the show on Sunday night. Apparently he was in a discussion with one of the producers about the current social climate. The producer voiced his opinion that he feels like everyone already does get treated equally in America. Well, word on the street is that did not sit well with the heartbreak kid, and he got pretty heated in his response as he broke down apparently in detail to this producer his beliefs in the fact that he thinks that there is systemic prejudice in American society. Now, since this news broke, some people involved have chimed in and said it was actually more of just a passionate discussion and not a heated argument. But at any rate, it's interesting to find out how passionately Shawn Michaels supports the Black Lives Matter movement and what they stand for. That may be surprising to some people based on the stereotypes out there for conservative white Christian men. But let this go to show you, you can't jump to conclusions about anyone based on their color, gender, religious affiliation, or background. Everyone has an opinion and everyone's free to voice it, including you, but not, not you. I'm just kidding, you can too. Okay, whoa, back off. No, the guy behind you. Yeah, well, that's not appropriate. Okay. And lastly tonight, some AEW news with a direct tie to the NWA. On this week's episode of Talk is Jericho, Chris Jericho was recalling how the inner circle formed, who he originally wanted in the group, and how he became aware of them. He said that from the moment he came to AEW, the plan was for him to lead a faction. But who should be in this faction? Well, apparently the ones that didn't make the cut were MJF and the Lucha Brothers, Ray Phoenix and Pentagon Jr. But when it came to who did make the inner circle, apparently NWA played a big part in that. Jericho revealed that he first saw Sammy Guevara at the NWA 70 pay-per-view. He told Sammy on the show, it's funny, I saw you on an NWA show. I was watching Cody versus Nick Aldis and I was watching and I saw you on it. He said, I turned around and I texted Tony Khan and I said, this Sammy Guevara guy, we should bring him in. And since then, Sammy Guevara has become a huge star in AEW, a pivotal part of the inner circle, and Chris Jericho's right-hand man. And apparently, that all started with the NWA, the greatest wrestling organization on the planet. Well, thank you guys for watching. That's going to do it for Hey, It's Will Daily today. There's a chance that I'll be going live tomorrow night, so stay tuned. Follow me on Twitter, at Hey, It's Will. I'll be updating throughout the day, sending out links, and maybe even answering some of your questions. Don't forget about the NWA podcast title challenge. Send in those submissions so that your favorite title can be considered for the tournament. Thank you guys for watching. I'll see you tomorrow.